All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Gonzo and the uh, Judge Sports Talk, Wednesday, uh, August 10th, 2022. Hey, there's a lot of stuff going on. We got some big games coming up tomorrow. Got a lot heading right into the NFL season, just about five weeks out. Uh, but jo- joined with by my co-host, uh, John, the sports judge Jonathan Ma- Jonathan Mathis. How, how are you doing, brother? Hey, I'm doing good, man. It's hot here. It's very, it's been very hot. You know, the temperatures have been in the 90s. Um, but you know what? I have braced myself for this heat wave that we are are currently experiencing. And you know what? I, I prefer heat over cold. I know that sounds weird to a lot of people. I know a lot of people find that. Uh, hard to believe that I like the heat over the cold because we all know, Chris, that you could put on layers when it gets cold. Uh, when it's heat, you can only tolerate so much of the heat. Uh, you can't get naked, you know. So, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's hard to uh, escape this heat that we're dealing with, but I love it. I love the summer months. The only thing I hate is all these bugs that's flying around because you see some of the most wacky. And, and crazy looking bugs that you don't see in the winter months. But yeah. other than that, I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. It's actually wasn't too bad here. It was not as humid today, so it's been uh, been kind of nice. Uh, kind of nice here, to, especially the last couple of days. Now Saturday, when I was outside doing that wrestling show, it was like a hundred degrees outside. Oh, it, it it was a long it was a long day, but. Uh, no, and I'm like you. I'd rather be. I'd rather it be cold. Uh, uh, I'd rather be hot than cold. Because uh, if I'm cold, I can I can add like you said. I can add layers. I worked out in the cold for years, so it don't. I got kind of used to it. But now I don't. I'm not as used to being cold because of my muscle nerve issues. I get cold. I start shaking real bad. So I'm much rather like it. Much rather be hot than cold. Let's but, say uh, hello to our guests. Yes, we got Eddie saying yo. Thanks for Eddie tuning saying, in. What's up, Judge? Alex is tuning in. Yeah, we got Alex. Hey, Alex, and he says that he likes my shoe collection. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, winter is right around the corner, and yeah, and it sucks. It sucks having to dig out, dig your car out of the snow. Yes, a hundred percent agree with that. Well, I don't know what that's like because I live here on the West Coast, and we don't get snow in the LA Basin. Unfortunately, we have to go to the mountains for that. So. You know, but it's been my ultimate dream to experience snow and to one day walk out on my front porch. I don't need it every single day. I come just here, want to come here, one day in my life. Come one here in day. the winter time. We can we can arrange that. <laughs> sure. Do you, do you want to build a snowman? Laughing out loud. <laughs> sure, I would love to uh, build a snowman. I could build one with my daughter. That'd be fun. All right, let's let's get jump into some sports here. Uh, got a big baseball camp game coming up tomorrow. Yeah, it just so happens my favorite my favorite team is in it, the Cincinnati Reds against the Chicago Cubs at the uh, Field of Dreams uh, field. Uh, should be awesome. They they put out the uniform, the throwback uniforms that they're going to wear. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds red ones I thought looked uh, cool as hell. Uh, I'm 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 excited for it tomorrow. Uh, even though the Reds got their asses kicked yesterday, I'm really excited about about this game tomorrow. Well, you know me, Chris. I love baseball. I don't care where it's play, played. I don't care where the setting is. I just love baseball. 
And this is a great way to market your brand, um, you know, by having this Fill the Dreams game. Uh, this is a living tribute to the 1989 iconic film uh, that we all love so much that starred Kevin Costner, of course, James Earl Jones. Um, and, you know, the list goes on. And then this year, this game is even more special because we lost one of the cast cast members that starred in that movie. Uh, Ray, uh, Lee, uh, I always mess up his last name. You might be able to say his last name and pronounce it uh, better than I can. But you know uh, who he is. We lost him. He was the guy that would appear in the movie in the field. Um and it was just a tough loss. So this year, I know they're going to pay homage to him at the game. Uh, that would be nice to see, you know. But there's no disputing the fact that this was one of the best uh, and, and most recognizable baseball films ever made, you know. And it's going to be cool uh, to see this game. Will we get another ending like we did a year ago, that epic walk-off hit that we saw from Tim Anderson a year ago? Will we get... Another one of those in this upcoming game tomorrow night. I mean, I know it's not two of the best teams. It's not, you know, uh, Yankees versus Mets or anything like that. It's Reds versus Cubs. But sometimes when you get those two teams, uh, and you got to remember, these teams are story franchises too. Uh, you know, they've had success way, way back. It just hasn't been in recent memory. Uh, but both of these teams that take the field tomorrow, I mean, you know, they could make this game very exciting. You know, sometimes when you get two mediocre teams, believe it or not, it, it, it turns out to be a great game after all. So maybe we'll get a great game tomorrow. I know I do like the jerseys. I know this game will be televised on Fox, so more people who don't have cable or access to streaming services get a chance to watch this game on local television, which is awesome. Um, but I, I, I think it makes for an epic showing. I think we're going to get two teams that's going to live up to the hype. They're going to play, you know, um, and, and give us a great uh, uh, baseball game, you know, on a storied field. I'm looking forward to tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it, too. Uh, What's up, Freddie? Yeah, Thanks. how's it going, Freddie? Last last game, uh, last year's game was awesome. Uh I'm glad they're doing this. I think it's cool that they're starting to do this. Just like I think it's cool that they do the major league game there uh, to go along with the Little League World Series as well. Uh, I, I think that's cool ideas. I think that's some stuff that they actually do right when it comes to marketing the game. And they don't do much right when it when it comes to marketing marketing the game. But I think they have done those two things right. And you're right. The, the Reds haven't been good here recently, but the Reds used to be one of the best teams in the – in baseball, I mean, or, or one, you know, I mean, one of the best organizations in baseball. You go back, you go back in the seventies, the Big Red Machine, man. I mean, you know, I mean, the Reds were good, and then I mean, they won it in ninety. They haven't done any done anything since then. It's been a while, uh, and we don't go. Here's the thing: everybody says, "Oh, we're they're a bad team. They're a bad team." Which I agree, they're not a great team. But if you look at the if you look at the Reds, if since May. If you just go by from May to now, they would be tied for first in their division. They played right at 500 baseball or better. It was the month of April that killed them when they went like one for 22. So, I mean, the Reds aren't a terrible team. 
and they're still being competitive, even though they're trading. They traded every damn body away. Right, they traded all their stars away, and they're, and, and they're still playing pretty decent baseball. So I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to be a good game tomorrow with the Reds and the Cubs, and I Reds know. and Reds and the Cubs being a, like a rivalry because they're in the right. same division and everything. Right. Uh, that adds a little more to me. Adds a little more to it, even though it's even more going. You know, I mean, just you got the field of dreams, and now you also got that rivalry as well. So, and uh, also, you're gonna get. I'm, a really, I'm really looking forward to it. Right, you're gonna get a huge turnout of Cubs fans because of proximity. Uh, in Iowa, there are a lot of Cubs fans, so a lot of Cubs fans are gonna turn out for this one. Uh, it, it should be a great atmosphere. Should be very exciting scene tomorrow, and I just can't wait for it. Yeah, it's going. I'm ready for it. And then some some breaking news that happened yesterday. We and uh, so we didn't have a show, so we'll go ahead and jump into it before we jump into uh, some other stuff. Uh, Serena Williams uh, basically announcing that she's going to retire here real soon. Sounds like the Open's probably going to be her last uh, tournament that she plays. Uh, to me, she's like the uh, Tiger Woods of tennis. Mm-hmm. Uh, her and her sister, but especially her, because she was even a little bit better than her sister was. Uh, but you, uh, if you look at it, they mean she. She means the, as much to tennis as Tiger means to golf. You know what I mean? Right. They 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 changed the sport. They opened it up for more African Americans to get in the sport. They they changed how much money people were getting paid playing that sport. You, they drove up the, the money because TV TV contracts got bigger. Everything right. got bigger because of them. Uh, and then she's also done a lot of other stuff. So it's going to be, uh, I'm sure it's going to be a big celebration when she does, but the way it talks, it's, it's going to be happening here real, real soon. Uh, but what are your thoughts on that judge? I'm going to miss Serena Williams. Uh, if she does decide to retire, I think she is leaning towards retirement. I think she is contemplating retirement and, you know, now is a good time to walk away from the game of tennis. You know, she's a well-accomplished star. Uh, she, you know, she is greatly appreciated and respected. Um, as Eddie, you know, put in a comment column here, uh, the upcoming U.S. Open, as we know, will likely be her last appearance. Um, and, you know, certainly as a participant in a Grand Slam event where she has had tremendous success, where she has enjoyed um, a lot of success, you know, um, for sure. She is one of the most ph- phenomenal athletes that we've ever seen. And she has dominated, you know, her sport for a very, very long time. Uh, for sure. She, this will, you know, be remembered as one of the most remarkable careers in sports history. And, you know, it's it's hard to believe that it's coming to an end. But, you know, as we know, all great things must come to an end, uh, you know, but no one has done it better than her on a golf course. And for a very, very a golf course, excuse me, the tennis court, excuse me, no one has done it better than her. Uh, her accomplishments um, is just unmatched. You know, and again, you know, she had she's had a legendary career. Uh, she's performed at such a high level. Um, you know, 
It was her mind, her spirit, her willingness, and her drive um, to even reach this point in her career, you know, uh, the longevity, you know, and I think now the last few years you have seen, uh, you know, her become more fatigued, uh, you know, it's grueling, it's intense, and now I think she just wants to spend time with her family, get closer to her daughter, and, and step away from a, a game where she has just been amazing, you know, and, you know, she's she's just a, an unbelievable player, you know, and, and we yeah. can make we can sit here and make the argument that she's the greatest tennis player of all time. I mean, a, a lot of people, you know, would say there's other tennis stars who came before her who was much better than her. And then there's people that would say that, you know, she is the best uh, athlete of all time. But, you know, it was her determination, um, you know, her enormous sacrifices uh, that, you know, was required for her to continue to play as long as she has, and to play at such a high level. Um, she was always hungry from a very young age, always poised. Um, a lot of people, you know, idolized her as a tennis star. And, you know, she will be greatly missed once she retires from the game. But William Williams, you know, her and her sister, they, they changed the game of tennis. You know, they, you know, they made a transformation that was unlike any other, um, you know, and you see it in her game still, the combination of power, the grace, and her competitive fire, you know, uh, that has never eluded her. Um, she's just a remarkable player, you know, and everything she has done on the tennis court um, has been self-defining. You know, but, uh, you know, like I always say, man, everything comes to an end and, you know, we will always have those great memories and we will always, you know, um, have those special moments. She's a legend. She's yeah. a legend and she's going to leave the game at such a high level. Yeah, Wonderful. she's, um, she's quite, yeah, she's arguably, arguably is the best tennis player ever, but. I do agree with Eddie. Uh, Serena didn't get enough respect and appreci uh, appreciation, and I don't understand. I don't understand why she didn't. Right. I just don't know if it's because uh, maybe tennis isn't tennis isn't as popular uh, around some of the United States as it is maybe in in other countries, or what it is. Because I I watch tennis when there's Wimbledon's on. If it's a major or if it's a major, I watch it. Don't get me wrong. I don't like, I don't watch a lot of tennis just to, you know, I mean, if it's just like a regular match, but I do watch the mate, like the majors. Uh, so, so that's why, so that's why I think that maybe, uh, you know, well, I mean, I just, she has it's, done. It's, not, it's not as a, it's not a main as mainstream of a sport as other sports. So I think that's yeah, why mainstream. she didn't get some of the respect and appreciation right. that she should have. Right, but she had. If you had her in a think about this, if you had her in a sport like basketball or golf or something that's a little more mainstream, right? She's even gonna get more respect than what she got out of the tennis world. Right, 
but she has popularized and you know uh e helped the sport evolve you know um because of her popularity and because of who she is and because of her yeah. status and she inspired uh, uh, she inspired a lot of other uh she has inspired other a lot girls of that, ladies to yes. follow her footsteps um and it's it's always hard to follow the footsteps of another legend that's never easy never to be replicated uh but i think a large part of what you said is why it's not uh, why she doesn't get the respect that she deserves is well because it's not really a mainstream sport. It's an individual sport. Um, it's a sport that we don't pay close attention to because for one, yes, Serena Williams is holding it down for the U.S., right? For this long, she has been the face of tennis. Um, you know, and she's, we all know that the woman's from another planet. You know, uh, She's just that damn good, you know, and it's just a shame that tennis doesn't get the love that it deserves. And I think a large part of that, too, is because we don't have another American that's as dominant as her. If we had another American player that can play at such a high level and compete against her, it would be more exciting and more people would tune well, in. They're, they're looking could, for that rival player. Well, see? that could have competed against her when she was in her prime. Now she's getting where right. you could tell she's not healthy. She's not the, she's not, she's not the, she's same. Not the same. But but you get what I'm saying. Though, yeah, but right? I get what you're saying. I'm you know, what I mean I, you, you need another you need another American yeah. that's on her level that can compete alongside her. All right, that that we're not that even really compete. You just need somebody to be able to take the torch from her. You need right. Amer another American to be able to step right. up and take the torch so over. The and Americans we, haven't really had a box office tennis star on either side, both the men for a while. Not for a while, they haven't. Right. But uh, one thing I want, I forgot before we got started was we did have another big announcement uh, as of basically tonight. Uh, we are now we are now uh, streaming on the the uh, ASAP Sports Network as well. So now you can find Gonzo and, and the Judge Sports Talk on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch at Gonzo Sports Room, on U YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch at the ASAP Sports Network, and then on, on YouTube at the Sports uh, the, uh, excuse me, the Sports Judge. So there's that's set, what, seven cha different channels that we're on. Channels. Uh, we're uh want to thank thank the guys at ASAP for uh letting us uh, put our show on the uh, network as well. Uh, and uh. We are grateful. It'd be a good time. We are grateful. And why not watch us on all seven channels? Get a smart TV in one room. Get a smart TV in another. Have a laptop. Have your phone. Watch us on all seven channels. Why not? Hey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Eddie, you're right about that, too, with the female boxers. They, they face, female, the, they face the same sports, thing. All female sports struggles, I, I believe. Eddie's right. All I think it's all female sports. Even you hear a lot of people say the women NBA is not as entertaining, and you know I, I disagree. I, I find it very entertaining. I just think it could do a better job marketing its brand. You know, you have to market it better, right? And you have to, like Jay said, like Jay McLovin said a couple weeks ago, you have to get more women to be sports fans. 
because you get more women to be sports fans. They're going to go watch the NWA or the NWA. <laughs> they get wrestling the WNBA. Well, yep. then when they go watch the WNBA, they're going, Hey, they're going, they're going to take their husband or they're going to take their boyfriend with them. Right. Well, then guess what? You're going to start getting some more, some more men that, that are going to start, will start being WNBA fans because there'll be a sport. They can go watch. They can go watch with their wife. Mm -hmm. or, or they, they had, so I agree when Jay said that you you have to have they need to get more women fans. They find a way to get more women in there watching the games. The men will come because yeah. I'd be like, hey, hey, let's go to the game. Oh no, it's it's the WNBA. Oh, okay, let's go. You know what I mean? Men can go watch right. a sport and the wife not be nagging at them. But oh, it's all you want to do is watch sports. Yeah. If you had more, you you get more women that are sports fans. I think that would really help all all women's sports because men, men, men will go, men will go watch, especially if they're, if they're their wife or significant other are like, Hey, let's go to the game. Yeah. Got to keep the wife happy. Cause think about that's what drives all the men's sports is because so many men are sports fans. Right. Right. That buy all the stuff you got, you, you got to get the women and the women to be fanatics like that. And then you'll start getting more men to follow just like more women, more women are starting to follow perfect men's sports now right i hey you know what i i totally agree with you uh from that perspective and and you're absolutely right you know if more women start paying attention uh maybe that would help with not only marketing but that would help with tv ratings you know uh endorsement deals everything you know the more, the more people watch on tv right the more right. money you make up the, the, each tv contract and that's why the NFL has become a driving force in this country because you have a high number of women that actually tune in on Sundays to watch NFL football. Oh, yeah. No, I agree 100%. And I agree with what you said. I watch the WNBA. I, I, I like what I like it. I think it's entertaining. I watch the Indiana Fever a lot. I just uh, like sports, period. I, I watch the yeah. youngsters, to the women, to yeah. the men. The last two days, I've been watching it, watch a Little League Baseball all day. I, I don't discriminate at hey, all. Tomorrow, team from Indiana is in the uh, championship game uh, of, of regionals. They're playing the team that they beat uh, yesterday. Uh -huh. Yeah, they beat it. Well, they tried to play on Tuesday or Monday, got rained out, finished it on Tuesday, and they Indiana beat them. Well, that team won their game in the loser the loser bracket part, so they get another chance. Uh, they qualified for the championship game, so they're playing the team they beat three one on Tuesday. So hopefully they play good tomorrow, and uh, we'll have a team about forty five minutes from where I live that would be in the Little League World Series. So I'm definitely going to be watching that game tomorrow at four o'clock. I'll be plugged in for sure. Hey Eddie, you're you're a hundred percent correct uh, on that one. Women MMA is a lot of times. A lot of times when you watch an MMA card, the women women fights are better than the men men's fights. Oh yeah, and for a lot of men, that turns men on seeing women get down. You know, so yeah, I can see a lot of times. A lot of times, the women fights are a lot to me are a lot uh are a lot, are a lot better. Now, don't get me wrong. There's still some men fights that are good, but yeah, the women go at it. The women seem to go at it. Uh, right, right. 
Yeah, that's true, Eddie. Yeah. That sometimes right. guys do, do do it for the money. Right. And you find that in professional sports now that a lot of these athletes. Shamari, Shamari Miles, hi. Hi, how are you? Thanks, Thanks for, for joining us. Thanks for joining us tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. This is awesome. All this right, let's talk. Let's talk a little NBA real quick, and then we'll, we'll jump back into some baseball and some football. Kevin Durant. Oh, here we go. Gave the 76ers basically an automated. Met with the owner. Says he still wants traded, but if they don't trade him, he wants the GM and the head coach gone. Mm-hmm. Is it just me, or is KD lost his KD lost his mind? Because to me, that is just. It's disrespectful, and it's like he's like he thinks he's entitled. KD has lost his damn mind, okay? And this behavior has gone too far, okay? Someone needs to take accountability. Someone needs to hold him accountable, and someone needs to tell him to man up, shut the hell up, and play basketball. I am sick of this man. I am sick and tired of him. Who in the hell is he to give anybody an ultimatum and to tell someone who they should or should not fire, especially the person that's writing the checks? You know, Katie has been a brat, a spoiled brat. You know, this is a guy who has some type of sense of entitlement that he thinks this team owes him something when in reality they don't owe him anything. You know, why don't you man up and play the game of basketball? You signed up for this. You agreed to a contract with the team. Now honor the contract and play basketball. But I'm tired of him because he sounds like a petulant child, you know, and he, he you know, he, he reminds you of that kid. And I know you've been in a grocery store. I know you've been in a grocery store and you've seen a kid on the cereal aisle. And he's crying. Like he is he is boohooing. And, and tears is just rolling down his face. You know, his eyes are welled up in, in tears. And, and, and you see a, a, a huge puddle below his feet as he is throwing a tantrum while he's sitting in the shopping cart because mama doesn't want to put the cereal in the basket. Kicking the screaming. Kicking and screaming. Kicking and screaming. That is who KD is. That's who KD reminds you of. KD is one of the greatest players in the game. I don't think I can deny that. I think we said that a week ago on this show. You know who who KD is? last episode, I believe, we talked about how great of a player KD is. Probably one of the best scorers in the game, you know, an elite talent. But then he pulls this nonsense. You know, he acts worse than a diva. And, you know, it's it's just petty. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just petty. And, and enough is enough. And, and, you know, this is why if I'm the Lakers or if I'm any of these teams, the Sixers, the Suns, I wouldn't even touch this guy. Because if something goes wrong or if something goes awry, 
within the organization, what is he going to do? He's going to request a trade. You know, he's going to be a big baby about it. He's not going to handle it like a professional, and he's going to want out. You know, now here's what KD is. He's that friend that, that when everything's going good, he's always with you right there. But once something starts get once it starts getting tough, he yep. disappears. He's gone. He wants out. Yep. And that's what happened. And, uh, the Gorn got tough. And now he wants to flake out. If I'm the owner of Brooklyn, I tell him, I'll, I'll trade you if I can get what I can get for you. If not, you'll play. And whoever the co- whoever I decide to have as a GM and coach, that's up to me. If you don't like it, I guess you'll just sit out and you won't get fucking paid. I mean, that's that's the way I look at it. I mean, it, to me, it's ridiculous, man. But the owners are going to have to do something because yep. I'm all for players having some power and be able to be mobile, mo, player mobility. I'm all for that. Right. But it can, it's getting to now where players think they run everything and they don't need coaches. Uh, they right. want they, they want to choose the whole front office. No, we the owners have to. They have to get some kind of control, or this thing's going to end up blowing up at, at some point. Right. Because because right. there's no there's not going to be no structure. Right. And and KD wants to play GM all of a sudden. K, KD needs to focus <laughs> on his game. Hey, pull up Eddie's comment real quick. David I'm visualizing KD in a yeah. Season. I put that up there a minute ago. But did you see David? It said KD equals AB. Well, well, he he hasn't he, he hasn't crying his eyes out. I mean, he, we're talking about a man that never took off his jersey exactly, and, Eddie, and quit it. on the team in the middle of the game. I mean, he yeah. has quit in different ways, like he has quit on the team before, yeah. but he's never quit in the middle of a game and take off his jersey and throw it into the crowd and just leave and disappear. What people forget? What people forget are these pro sports their businesses. It's no different than like me, you, Eddie, or Damien going to, going to work. Right. Just to, to Eddie's uh, point, a player needs to pl- be a player and nothing more, nothing less. Just like when you go to work, you got to be an employee, nothing more, nothing less. You don't get to go to work and tell your uh, tell the owner of your company if he don't if he don't get rid of your boss and <laughs> and the other guy that's ahead of him that uh, that you want that you want a new job. You, you know, might get you might get the boot. You yeah, might the, 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 the owner's going to get you like you're fucking crazy. Yeah, okay, you want to talk it's, like that? It's no different. But people <laughs> people act like these pro athletes are entitled more. It's no, it's a business. It's right. just they make a lot more money, but it's still it's the same concept. It's still a job. At the end of the day, it's still a job. It's still your occupation. And you ha- you have bosses, and yep. right now none of right now none of them. You know, what I mean, it's like nobody. A lot of the owners are losing control. NBA, NBA, I think is worse, the worst right now. But the NFL is starting to head that way. You're starting to see people, guys, want to sit out when the and still be under contract. Just think, you gotta remember this: KD just signed a four-year extension yep. that ha- that starts this year that hasn't even started yet, and he's demanding the trade and demanding who the GM and uh, who the coach is, and they haven't won nothing yet. Right, and the circus. One year they got put out, which they were close, and this year they got swept by Boston. Right, the circus. The circus still hasn't left Brooklyn. It's still there. You know, you got a bunch of clowns juggling basketballs. You know, you got an elephant stampede running (laughs) through Brooklyn. 
I mean, it's it's just it's just chaotic. So exactly, Glenn, exactly, Glenn. They they fire your ass if you make an ultimatum. <laughs> oh, they there's a stat guy. No, no, I'm tired of KD, man. Ladies I, and gentlemen, oh, boys man. and girls, children. <laughs> I thought about turning off my notifications because I I feel like he's just blowing up for no reason. Uh, like, you, thank you, stat guy. We uh, we stop, appreciate bro. that. Yeah, we do appreciate you, stat guy. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, man. I, I don't know, man. I'm just over KD. Like, <laughs> when is enough enough? I just don't want to, did, did you hear about uh, Ben Simmons? And he's another one. Did you hear about the where I guess they messaged him in the group chat to see if he was going to play game four, and he, and he left the group chat? <laughs> I'm didn't respond. You, didn't say it's yes, me. no, f you or nothing. He just left. He just left the damn group chat. This, and, uh, this uh, uh, Eddie, it, 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 is, it is starting to happen. It, it is starting to happen in the NFL a little bit now. But but right now, the I think the main the biggest sport is NBA is having the biggest problem with it. NBA is having a big problem. It is, it is starting to trickle over to the NFL with softness, um, with players who are not fully committed. Uh, with players who, yep, like Dustin exactly. just said, need to be the center of attention. And I feel that way with Kyrie Irving. I feel that way with Ben Simmons. And, you know, the, these three guys are made to be together, okay? It, it's a match made in heaven. If you really look at the, the way the roster is and, and how the team is constructed, it's a match made in heaven because those three guys have similar personalities, Similar personalities. And that's probably why the experiment has blown up in Brooklyn's face because you got three guys with similar personalities. I love it, Glenn. I love it. The NDA, the National <laughs> Diva Association. That was cool. That You know what? That might be the best comment tonight. <laughs> I like that one. That's a good fit. Perfect that's fit. You know, and I also made a joke before that the NBA was the no boys allowed league, you know. And yep. and, and it feels like you're dealing with a little a bunch of little boys now, you Man, know. It's, I, it's getting out of control. Yeah. Damien here. Yeah, I heard that Ben Simmons. I was, cra I was cracking up. They said that he, he just left the group chat. <laughs> like damn, he couldn't even tell Meyer that he just left. Gotta pull up his pants, be a big boy. You know, when you when when your teammates are confronting you, you know, speak up. You know, stand up for yourself. Don't just leave the group group chat. You know, that tells me all I need to know about Ben Simmons, how soft he is. That he can't, you know, that he can't take the heat, you know. And he said he stopped caring about the NBA after all these super teams. Yeah, it's a watered-down league now. It's, you know, a bunch of soft players. Uh, the the officiating is so inconsistent. Uh, you know, they, they want to blow. They want to blow the whistle for every damn thing now. You know, it's, it's freaking annoying. I mean, this NBA, the, the NBA is not what it used to be. I miss the 90s NBA. The 90s NBA, when they didn't call those ticky-tack fouls, when they let them play, when the game was more physical, when the game, you know, What's actually up, Mike Hughes? mattered. You know, when every game felt like it actually counted. 
counted, you know, because now some some of these games, they, they're just a complete joke. You look at the All-Star game. You look at the NBA All-Star game. It's, a, it's an utter joke now. They used to play the game as if it had some meaning to it, as if the games were actually meaningful. Now they just go out there and want to turn the game into a dunk contest. Well, we saw that Saturday night. We don't want to see a, a repeat of a dunk contest on a Sunday night. Hell, I mean, the dunk shit. contest ain't even good no more because none it of the scores get in it. No, that, that's a clown show too as well. Uh, but the NBA, I'm with Eddie. It's a totally different game now. It's not the same as it used to be. What's up, Mike? Thanks for tuning in, yes, man. What's up, Mike Hughes? Thanks for thanks for tuning in. Mike is my guy. Mike is my guy, man. Damien said Pippen started it in the 90s. Pippen started what? Steve Francis, Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady were my guys. Yep. I remember T Mac. Yeah, I remember, I remember, I remember the T Mac days. Exactly. I remember each team having their own superhero. That's exactly yep. because like me, I'm 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 here in Indiana. My favorite basketball player of all time, Reggie Miller. Yeah, and there was so much parody back then, too, in the game of basketball. There was a lot of parody. Reggie Miller did it all with one team. No, he didn't win a championship, but he stayed loyal to the Indiana Pacers. And it's rare that you see a player nowadays, nowadays stay on one team. That's yep. very rare. I think Damian Litter, Litter might be the guy to pull it off, though. You, you, yeah, you see quite a few. You don't see as many now. No. So, I mean, uh, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's a totally different game. I watch it more. Well, it's a different generation. I it watch I watch a lot of the Pacer games. Right. Just because, like I said, I'm a sports fan. If if it's on, I'm going to watch. I watch whatever. I, but it's, the regular season isn't, I mean, I don't know. Regular season isn't the most important. You no. know what I mean? It don't mean nothing. Like the NFL, the regular season means something. Right. You feel like every game means something. Right. College football, every game means something. Yep. NBA, it don't. But see, Major Gunzo. League base, Major League Baseball, it don't. Right. But Gunzo, you got to remember this too. It's a different generation. So a lot of these young guys in the NBA today, they are compelled uh, to leave teams to take the easier route to win an NBA championship. And oh, a lot yeah. of these guys are buddies, and they want to team up together and win with their buddies. You know? Back in the day, it was okay to be buddies off the court. But when it was time, you know, to you take had rivalries. The court, you had rivalries. You were, you, you, yeah. When you no, hear people talk about rivalries in the NBA. Right. Don't talk to me right now. The Knicks and Pacers. friends right now. We're the Knicks and Pacers. Right. The Indiana Pacers right. and New York Knicks. Right. That was a rivalry. In the nineties, yeah. that that was a rivalry. That you right. don't you don't see you don't see no rivalries anymore like like you did back before. And right. And it's like because that. of that, no one wants to earn, to earn the title. That's true. No one wants to earn the title. They want to win it. They want to take the easy way out. And and and, and that's a good point. And have that's a, a good point by uh, Glenn as well. AAU culture. Right. Oh yeah. I don't know. They're they're gonna have to change some things, though. Or they're gonna get they're, they're gonna get themselves in some trouble. I'm not sure how you can change it. I, I really don't know what what's what what would be a solution. All right. Are the Cleveland Browns making a mistake? Starting Deshaun Watson in the preseason. 
What's up with the brownies now? Preseason oh. was uh, or the excuse me, uh, Watson was uh, suspended for six games by the judge. NFL's appealing it. NFL's wanting at least a year and a fine. They sent it to this other guy, so you're probably saying that he's probably going to get a year, even though I think it's stupid that it's stupid that you that they appealed it. it makes no damn sense. Why'd you Why'd you even hire a judge and then? That you don't like what you don't like their decision, so let's appeal it so we can make it how we want it. Just make the damn decision in the first place and get it over with instead of it taking a year and a half. Uh, but he's eligible to play right now, so they're planning on starting him this weekend. Uh, don't, from what I hear, the only way he won't start is if his suspension was to come out by the end of the week. Uh, I, I don't know, I, I just think it's a crazy situation, and I. And I think it's silly that they're going to play him because if you know he's not going to have him, why are you taking why are you taking snaps away from the guy that's going to be starting? You know what I mean? Why take the snaps away? Why not let Brissett play, play a little bit more in the preseason? I know you're risking an injury, but let him get used to the offense and get used to the receivers and stuff in it in at least a, a kind of a game atmosphere. You know what I mean? Uh, so I don't understand what, why you're starting them. Uh, I just, you know, I mean, I just don't understand why why stardom to me it don't make no sense. It don't make any sense, but that's the brownies for you. You know, we've been knowing this about the brownies for years, Chris. You know, uh, this team is desperate for a quarterback, right? So they're they're really trying their hardest to experiment to see what they have in Deshaun Watson. But why would you do that? Risk injury, um. You know, why would you even play him at all? I, I mean, I think to begin with, this this is a mess. I, I mean, this is a mess for the Cleveland Browns, and it's a moral failure for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, you're not really going to get much from this guy, I don't think, um, uh, at least not this season. You know, it, it looks like it looks like he could get suspended for the rest of the season, right? It's looking that way, you know, now that they're – yeah, carefully looking at this again, is that what I'm? I think, hearing? The, I think oh. the lowest that he'll, he'll get will be 12 games and a and a fine. Well, there you go. So I think I think he's going. But they're pushing for, for they're pushing for the whole season. It, but to me, like I said, it just it's stupid. Why didn't they just make the damn decision to begin with? Right. You, you decide to do it this way, and then it don't come back how you want it, and you get mad. Right. I don't know. Have you watched? Did you, have you watched the first episode of Hard Knocks yet? I did not watch the first episode of Hard Knocks, but looking at this comment from I haven't watched it yet uh, either. I'm gonna have to watch it. Raylan, Raylan, Raylan? Yeah. excuse me if I'm messing up your name, but uh, chances of Lions winning NFC North. I don't know when you got Jared Goff as quarterback. <laughs> Well, I was gonna say that what well, that worries me about the Lions a little bit. I well, we're, I think the Lions are gonna be better. Uh, I like I like their coach. I like Dan Campbell. I think I Dan love Campbell, Dan Campbell. And I, I think Dan Campbell him. is going to get that team uh, competing. I really do. Uh, I think they'll be better this year, especially if they can stay healthy. I, I just think- don't know if golf is the guy to lead them to the division. Right. And uh, I think Minnesota is going to be uh, a lot better team this year than they were last year. You still, I know the Packers' receiving core isn't the greatest, but they still have Aaron Rodgers. 
who's been the be- who's been the back-to-back league MVP. So you can't count the Packers out. I think the Vikings are going to re- be real good. The Vikings are being overlooked, like uh, and then you have the what the Bears. I I, I think the Lions, I think the Lions could could quite possibly finish ahead of the Bears in that division. I uh, I wouldn't be that wouldn't surprise me if they did. Because like I said, I I do like Dan Campbell. And I think he's moving that team in the right direction. Right. But right. I think they're eventually they're going to have to find him a quarterback. I just don't think golf right. is going to be the answer. But he's, I, he's I think the Vikings are. I think the Vikings are are right there at winning that division. Right. Uh, but like I said, I'm not going to count Aaron Rodgers out. But he's definitely. I would, pretty, maybe, I would think. Hey, I would say I would give Ryland. I would give Detroit a big uh, uh, shot at. At least not being last in the division. I don't know. I don't think about wild card spot. I don't know. Look, I I watched a lot of Jared Goff when he played for the Rams, and this guy could not read the field. I agree with you, Dustin. Vikings are going to be tough. Read the field. Yeah, the Vikings are going to be better than what a lot of people say they are. I I do agree with that. But when you got, you can never bet against Aaron Rodgers. And when you got Aaron freaking Rodgers still with the Green Bay Packers. I just don't I don't see I don't see I don't see that happening. I don't see it. You see you see the comment? Golf showed a lot of uh, bright spots towards the end of the season. He did. Yeah. He, he he did show some bright spots, but the thing with him is can he do it on a consistent level? And I'm not sure he can. Damien has the Lions in second and the Vikings last. I don't see I don't see that. I don't see the Vikings being last. I really don't. They finally don't got an, an offense. They got an offensive coach with Kirk I Cousins. See them finishing second to the. I, I think that that defense plays better. They're going to be good. They're going to be right there with the, at trying to win that division. They, they're going to finish second behind the Packers. I think. I think the Packers are still the kings. Alex the- Wood. The Steelers are interesting because they're going to start. They're probably going to start Trubisky at the beginning of the season. And, right. I don't know if we even know what what uh, Trubisky is because of he had Matt Nagy as a coach, uh, and anybody that's listened to me before knows I think Matt Nagy's just straight garbage as a coach, <laughs> uh, and I think that had a lot to do with it. Uh, there was one a, a year and a half or so Trubisky did play at a pretty, at a decent level, uh, being with Mike Tomlin, and you know Pittsburgh's going to try to run the ball run the ball and play defense. Uh, I, I, I think Trubisky will be, I think, I don't think he'll be, I think he'll be, uh, actually, I think he'll be better than what big Ben was last year. I know people are going to get mad at me for saying that, but big Ben was a shell of himself. Um, he might not finish the season. A lot of it depends on how, uh, Vic, how, uh, Pickett is looking, you know, what I mean, they're in the, uh, the guy they drafted and everything, but, I think that I mean that's just gonna be that's gonna be a tough division though too because well you don't know what the Browns are gonna be right you got the Bengals who I expect to be I think are gonna be better than they are last year because I think they made their offensive line better and I think if you give Burrow more time and he's not getting sacked nine times and seven times a game they're going to even be harder to beat uh, and then you have the Ravens so uh, I think Steelers in that tough division I'd be surprised if they make the playoffs. Uh, but I'm never going to count Mike Tomlin out because he hasn't had a losing season uh, since he's been the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's the thing. But then, you know, the play at quarterback is the biggest question mark on this team right now. 
uh, as we know, the Steelers have been accustomed uh, to great quarterback play with Ben Roethlisberger for all those years. So, I mean, this this is going to be a huge adjustment for them. And now we'll have to wait and see if that that next guy in place at the quarterback position can step up for them. You know, but Mike Tomlin is still one of the best head coaches in the NFL uh, because he knows how to connect and motivate his players. And, you know, he knows how to keep his team together, especially uh, during a time of adversity. So it'll be interesting to see um, what these Steelers can bring next season. Um, you know, but I, I think they do have a up and down crazy schedule. What do you think, what well. you think they're going to do with Kareem Hunt? I think they back, hold on to him. Back the player, back the players want to demand things. He's the man of the trade. But they said they were they're going oh, to decline. I don't think they're not going to trade him. They're going to hold yeah. on to him. You think he plays? I think he plays. I mean, why why would he why would he sit out and hurt yeah. his hurt his uh, trade value? Well, I mean, that's what you I know. think as well. But you, you know how you never know what, uh, right? With these younger players nowadays, you never know, man. <laughs> Kareem Hunt is going to KC. He might end up back to KC. Yeah, yeah. I think Trubisky could. I think Trubisky could play good in that system, Dustin, as well. I agree with you. If Mason Rudolph and uh, and Landry Jones played in that system. I think Mitch will be okay. I really do. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of and Trubisky's problem was Matt Nagy. Mike Tomlin brings the best out of hey, his players, though. Hey, Eddie, uh, Chicago, I think, is the least moving in the right direction. They finally got rid of Nagy. Uh, I think the coach they hired will be a good coach for him. Eberflus knows he's real great on defense. So for them, it's going to be who they hire, who, how well does their offensive coordinator develop right. fields if they're they, if they got the right co- offensive coordinator to the de- to develop fields they're going to be good because Eberflus is good on the defense defensive side of the ball uh so i look for the bears to improve i don't know if this will be the year that they'll make the, a big improvement but i do look i do think they're moving in the right direction with uh with some of the moves they made yep they're trending in the right direction i would agree with you there Thanks Didn't for the it? comments, everyone. Oh Thanks yeah, for we, appre- in. we appreciate it. We appreciate everybody in the comments section. Pre- appreciate everybody joining us. Don't uh, real quick before we move on. Don't forget you can find us live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch at Gonzo Sports Room. Also, you can find us live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch at the ASAP uh, Sports Network. All all sports, all plays, and you can also find us live on the Sports Sports Judge uh, YouTube. So you can find us a lot of different ways. Uh, we appreciate everybody watching. Please hit that uh, subscribe button on the, on all the YouTube channels. Like and follow the Facebook and Twitches. Follow us on social media. Uh, you, you can find me on social media at Gonzo Sports Room on YouTube, Facebook, and uh, or excuse me, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or you can find me at Chris uh, Chris D Gonzalez on YouTube, uh, Facebook, and Twitch. You can find the, you can find the judge a lot of different places as well. Very I'll let him tell you. I'll let him tell you where he, where uh, you can find him at. But uh, appreciate everybody joining us. And uh, be- but before we move on to the next topic I have here, uh, let the people know where they can find the judge at. 
yes, you guys can find me on various platforms. You guys can find me on Instagram, SportsJudge85. Follow me there. Uh, you guys can also follow me on Twitter, SportsJudge85. Uh, you guys can keep up with my content. I have a fan page called The Sports Judge. Make sure you guys follow and like that page on Facebook. It's called The Sports Judge. So follow me there. And you guys can also follow this live stream and you can follow myself. I do short take sports videos as well. You guys can follow my YouTube channel, The Sports Judge. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Eddie. We appreciate that. Eddie says he, lo he loves these streams. Thank you, Eddie. We appreciate it. We appreciate all our viewers. We we want to thank you guys so much. This is a humbling experience, and um, it, it's great that you guys have uh, you know joined us for this oh, episode. One other thing so I want. One other thing before we before we get to uh, the next topic. Uh, Glenn said he followed you on Twitter. Glenn's a cool dude. I, I see thank Glenn you, at a lot of the wrestling I events. He's at, he goes to all the Indiana Fever stuff and race stuff around nice. here in Indiana. Glenn's a good nice. dude. Uh, but uh, before we move on, you you can also find the Gonzo and Judge Sports Talk each episode in podcast form on uh, Apple Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, most places you listen to podcasts. At, uh, Gonzo Gonzo and the Judge uh, Sports Talk. Uh, you you can find it there. Uh, so if you want to listen to the audio version, you can find it there. And also on Spotify, you can watch a video version of it as well. So uh, so you have the option to watch video version on YouTube or Spotify. So uh, Spotify just isn't live, but when I download it onto the podcast uh, stuff, it, it, there will be a video version of uh, on the Spotify network as well. We're all Go ahead. What did you say, John? Over, nah, I said we're all over the place. Uh, but reports came out today that Baker Mayfield is blowing Darnold away in the quarterback competition. They said uh, Darnold can't keep up with Baker from what the reporter was saying. Said that uh, training camp's done for the week and that so and basically the quarterback uh, competition is as well. Uh, he, he could see it maybe by next week. Uh, the Panthers announcing that Baker Mayfield's their starter. But uh, I mean, he talked like that Baker was a better leader. Uh, Baker uh, was just ahead of him, getting to know, getting to know everybody, and just like on the field, making like Baker's making all the right decisions. And yeah, from what this reporter was saying, was that basically Baker Mayfield's blowing Darnold out the uh, out the water in this QB competition. Uh, I said this last night on unscripted, and it it started making a it surprised Pride and Logan and them, but they asked for a sleeper team, one in the AFC and one in the NFC. And my sleeper team in the NFC was the Carolina Panthers. Not saying that they're going to go to a Super Bowl or anything, but if Christian McCaffrey stays healthy and Baker Mayfield plays at uh, at the level that I think he can play at. With that defense they have, because Carolina has a good defense, I think they possibly could get a wild card and make the playoffs. I think they could be a sleeper team to make the playoffs. Uh, but uh, what do you think about the report that Baker Mayfield is blowing Darnold out of the water? 
Well, there's noticeable competition. There's, well, there's noticeable energy, right, from this guy. This guy brings the competitive fire. He brings a lot of energy. And the energy, there is an energy and a tempo that hasn't been seen within the Carolina Panthers for some time now. And a signal caller is also developing chemistry uh, with those tasks. Uh, so with making plays for, for, for the betterment of the team. And that's what you're seeing with Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is 10 times better than Sam Donald. Okay, let's not try to pretend like Sam Donald is the better quarterback when in reality we know deep down inside that's not true. That That's a false statement, you know. So I'm not surprised that he looks more game ready, that he looks like the quarterback that's going to be taking the snaps on game day um, as he should. You know, because he's just a better overall quarterback than Sam Darnold. And I knew once they traded for him, that was their direction. You know, even though they got him for cheap, you know, the the, the ultimate goal was to make him eventually the starting quarterback. Now, you're not just going to throw him in there as a starting quarterback. You're going to at least make him compete for the starting job. And now that he has shown flashes, and now that he has shown uh, what he's capable of doing, you know, the Carolina Panthers are making it real clear that they want to make him that guy. And Baker Mayfield, yes, he does have leadership qualities. Uh, but there's times that he gets overzealous. There's times that he wears his emotions on his sleeve and he becomes too emotional that he can't, you know, control himself. We've seen that with Baker Mayfield. We, we've seen that. But we also know... That when this guy is healthy, you know, he can make the throws down the field. You know, he can make plays. He can, you know, he he has that mobility to to escape the pocket and, and buy some time and, and find his intended targets. We've seen Baker Mayfield make plays. You know, now there's been questions about his accuracy and and his, you know, poor decisions at times. But I think if he's in the right system and working with the right people, um, oh, I, I didn't hear know, that. What happened? MLB's not going to have the Field of Dreams game in 2023. No, they're looking at a new venue right now. I heard that today, actually. They're looking at some. Dustin people. says he's at the venue right now, and there's so much excitement for tomorrow. You going to the game tomorrow, Dustin? I, I wish I would have got, I wish I would have had the money where I could have got tickets. Because my girl, her favorite team is the Cubs. My favorite team is the Reds. It'd been awesome to be able to go to go to Field of Dreams and watch that yeah, game. That would, yeah, that would be cool. But uh, but that, like Dustin said, I agree. It was exactly what I'm saying. Um, I think May. I think Matt Rule's been missing a quarterback. I think ba I think with yeah. Baker, I think they're going to be good this year. I really do. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I think they're going to be pretty decent. I really think with their defense and with him that they can that they'll be all right. And remember this Baker Mayfield is in pursuit of making this opportunity count because he knows this could be his last chance. Yeah. He knows and, that this is a make or break for him. And when does Baker Mayfield perform the best? When he's the underdog. Right. And when his back is against the wall. Yeah, walk two time and, walk and when on. Everyone is doubting him. Yes. He responds. That's when he plays that's when he plays at his best. Right. 
So I think this is the best situation for him. I think it's great for the Carolina Panthers. And I think uh, the Carolina Panthers, like you said, are going to be a better team than a lot of people expect. Because, look, what a lot of people also overlook is that they got a pretty good defense. Yeah, he's going tomorrow. Went to the Iowa Cubs game tonight. Oh, I bet you that was. I bet you that was a great time. Hey, man, I hope you. I hope you have a blast tomorrow night. Uh, at the, it has to be awesome down there at the Field of Dreams. Oh yeah, that has to be a cool, a cool site for sure. I, didn't, I just didn't have the money to do it this year with, with some of my medical stuff going on. But yeah, well, I was assuming I would have liked to next year. So I thought maybe I could make the trip next year. I wonder why they're looking for a new. Why are they looking for a new venue? Well, they want to. They want to try out something new. They 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 were looking at Negro League fields, from from what I heard. So I guess they want to change the scenery a bit and take it to another venue and see how it works out there. I would, if you're wanting to do that, I would do like change it like every like ten years or something. No, I, I think I think this is how I would do it. Keep the field of dreams game. Have a Negro League game. Have a little league game where you play at the little league yeah. state. There you go. Like like the NFL, they have some yeah. of these London and Mexico City games. Do it like that. That's how I would do it. Is they're looking to play a, a game at the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown? Yeah, but then you could you could still play that game. You could still have the Field of Dreams game, and you could still have the Little League game. Well, the only problem you have is with the traveling. Like if you're in a series, because in baseball you usually play a three or a four game series. Right. You don't right. play many teams just like in a one game. You know what I mean? The logistics. The logistics won't be so bad though. I I don't think so. I don't think that'll affect the players too much. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be interesting. Now, it'd be interesting if you had to travel consistently like that all the time. Then, yeah. yeah. But just for that one night, that one game, and that, that one moment, nah. Michael Thomas returned to the field and participated in drills. First time he's been on the field in, what, about a year and a half or so? Yeah. Yep. You think Thomas is going to be the same guy as he was when we last seen him? For one... He hasn't played in the, over a year and a half, coming off an ankle. And for two, he no longer has Drew Brees throwing him the football. What are your thoughts yeah. on that? Well, you know, the expectations for the Saints wide receiver room is very high with him back in the mix of things. And don't get me wrong, they have a quarterback that can sling the ball. Right. Nobody's ever said that Jameis Winston can't sling the ball. It's that sometimes he slings it to the wrong team. But with that being said, last year before he got hurt, they were like five and two, and he he had only turned the ball over like three or four times. He and he had like I think 16, 17 uh, touchdowns. So if if uh, Winston can stay healthy, and that Saints defense is is a pretty good defense as well, the Saints could be or could be a, a scary team. The Saints can be a scary team, and my focus is their defense. Because I think their defense is is gonna be really, really good. Um, you know, especially their secondary. I really like their secondary. I think their secondary is gonna be very dangerous. And a lot of people are, you know, not paying close attention to them. Uh, you know, they're not, you know, getting the praise. They're not, you know, heavily regarded. 
Uh, but that defense is something to, to look out for. Uh, you know, Jameson Winston, he's not that bad of a quarterback when he's not turning over the ball and when he's healthy. And before that injury last season, he was on a roll. I mean, he was really kicking some ass out there. Then he went down with the injury. It was deflating. You know, the Saints couldn't really get back on their feet. They couldn't really find their footing. Um, and they were a different team without him. So now you're going to have Jameson Winston. Um, I think if he takes better care of the football, if he doesn't turn over the football, if he's not an interception turnover machine, I think this team has a chance to really go places. I think this team can scare a lot of people, put a fear, put fear in a lot of people, and be very dangerous, both on the offensive side and the defensive side. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I agree, and I agree with what Dustin says as well here that uh, Michael Thomas don't have to be what he. Hey, oh, I'm t- I got there's two Chris's on the screen. Here we go, but uh, he he doesn't. Ha- you're right, Dustin. He doesn't have to be that guy because they did add some pieces to take some of the load off of him. So I think, I, I think that uh, Saints are. I think Saints are going to be a team that another team that people are kind of overlooking. Uh, I know a lot of people are saying they're going to be good, but you got a lot of people that just act like the Saints are gone. Um, and I, I do, I do think if Jameis Winston can stay healthy, that and with that defense the Saints have, the Saints are going to be uh, a team that is going to be dangerous, especially come toward the end of the year. Yeah, so watch out for them Saints because they will come marching in. <laughs> well. Uh, before we get out of here, was there any, anything uh, that you wanted to talk about that uh, I missed on the topics? Gonzo, man, I we're losing a lot of people. We lost Van Scully. Uh, we we lost Olivia Newton John. A huge loss in Hollywood. You know, um, someone that I really liked. I know she was a little bit before my generation and my time. I know she was a, a, a popular star in the seventies. Um, but, uh, you know, I wanted to honor her tonight. Uh, she will be, uh, sorely missed, um, you know, throughout the, 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 the community, you know, a uh, huge, huge loss. Um, she was known for her charm, her beauty, uh, her, you know, acting talents and her, her beautiful voice, just excellent at everything she did. I watched Grease today, this afternoon. Um, and then Vince Scully, we all know how uh, legendary he was, the famed L.A. broadcaster who will be missed, but his voice will never be silent. Uh, we're losing a lot of people, man. So I just want to say this, you know, and I know we we hear these names because they're celebrities and everything, but there's also people who we don't even know that's dying every day. And, you know, I, I just want to send out a message and say, you know what? Uh, grab your loved ones a little bit tighter, hug them, give them a big hug, and tell them how much you love them uh, because you just never know. You just never know. Uh, these days are flying. These days are moving faster than ever, it seems. Um, it's ridiculous that we're already about to be uh, going into fall, that the summer is coming to an end. So cherish life a little bit more. Enjoy it. won't your be too long, and we'll have yeah. playoff baseball right, and right. NFL football at the same right. time. So Love enjoy – but I just wanted to say, enjoy your loved ones right while they're here because oh, yeah. you just never know. Never know what's going to happen. 
Yeah, I saw that, Dustin, that Kane was reelected as mayor. In Kentucky? Uh, I think it's Tennessee. It might be Kentucky. It's either oh, Tennessee yeah. or Kentucky. Yes, it's in Kentucky. Yeah, it's in one of them. And, yeah, he's uh, it, uh, he's been mayor there for at least one term, maybe two. Well, that's like uh, the former Ventura from back yep. in the day. He used to be the governor of Minnesota. Yep. We lost the judo master, Gene LaBelle. Yeah, it, it you was, ain't lying, Judge. It's so sad, you know. It's a lot of people. Man. Oh yeah, we got playoff soccer. will be they're coming leaving up. Us. They're leaving us, and we're talking about legends and people that we were inspired by and that we looked up to, you know. So, but but that's everyday life. I mean, there's people like I said. There's people every day we don't even know that's out here dying, and someone is mourning their death. So, I mean, and you if know, you're a sport, yeah, yeah, you know. And also, if you're a sports fan, check out. Uh, during the day tomorrow, if there ain't, you can't find something to interest you, check out this little little league baseball. I'm telling you, it's fun to watch. Oh yeah, it's fun to watch the kiddos play, man. Watch Indiana play Kentucky tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, and hopefully Indiana uh, Hagerstown, Indiana, this team makes it to the uh, little league World Series. That that'd be pretty awesome. My daughter awesome. might be a softball player, man. She's already throwing across the room. She's making throws across her body already. It's 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 incredible, and she's only one years old. Oh yeah, I'm. A, I started my son in baseball when he was three. He's playing t-ball at three. Oh yeah, yeah. I might have to sign her up for something because by five he was playing machine athletic ability. By the age of five, he was playing machine pitch with the uh, eight and under kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. My daughter. I was, I was a coach. I, I was coaching at the time, so I, I had access to a pitching machine and stuff. So I always worked with them. I'd take him up there to hit all, you know, he was, I was pitching with him in that machine when he was probably four years old. Just <laughs> turn the speed down. And then as he got a little bit better, I'd outspeed it up some. Yep. But, yeah. But no, yeah. uh, Maddie, she's showcasing her talents though. You got any, uh, any, uh, final thoughts before we get out of here for tonight? I want to thank our viewers. I want to thank our, all our viewers for joining us tonight. That's awesome. Uh, Eddie said it was an amazing show, Eddie. We really, we really appreciate, we really appreciate that. you guys. You know, we we appreciate you guys for taking the time out of your night to join us. You guys don't have to do that. So thanks for investing your night uh, to tune in and to join us for a little sports talk. We have fun doing this. We love doing this. And we'll please be hit, back on Friday with more. Yeah, please hit that subscribe button on the YouTube pages, uh, at Gonzo Sports Room, the Sports Judge. ASAP Sports Network. Uh, go over, check out the ASAP Sports Network. They have a lot of good, great analysts over there. Uh, I'm on the afternoon. I host the afternoon show over there, uh, Monday through Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern. They have a great morning show. Uh, you got uh, Mike Hughes over there, who's a great analyst. Jay McLovin and uh, Frankie and uh, Logan Landers do the unscripted on Tuesdays and Thursday nights, which is an awesome show that sometimes the judge is on, and I'm, I'm on usually every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, so there's a lot of a lot of great shows over on ASAP. Go check them out. Check uh, me out. I bounce around like a basketball on those shows. Sometimes I'm on the morning show. Sometimes I'm on the afternoon show. Sometimes I'm on Unscripted. You'll find me all over the place on ASAP. And I, I do my I do a sports betting show that is on the Gonzo Sports Room channels and on the ASAP ASAP channels. Uh, we appreciate all the support, and uh, we will see you guys Friday night at 11 p.m. Eastern.
with another another episode of Gonzo and the Judge uh, Sports Talk. Thanks for joining us. Have a great night. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys Friday. Go! Whole sports all plays. Whole sports all plays. Whole sports all plays. We're making a place. We're talking the game, get you to the days. We're hiding the court, the dying in the lane. Variety topics, living the same. Authentication, sports information. In the airways, taking the nation. All sport, all plays. They're working your faces. Grace at the field, so time for laces. All sports, all plays. Yeah.